Welcome to the With Ease podcast, everyone. Here's another episode of some pieces of thought from my mind and heart to yours. This episode, we talk about inner child work, allowing and acknowledging all parts of us. I'll be sharing a perspective on my personal journey around this topic. And I hope again this episode will leave you feel more soft with yourself and more loving towards all that you are, experience and bring to this world. So I think in this phase of my life, the one where I don't have children yet, but the thought of them doesn't completely freak me out anymore. (laughs) I am thinking more about the kind of example that I want to be. And all these little patterns of making myself smaller will be, if not properly looked at right now, what my child will grow up around. So although the way we talk and behave towards our child teaches them a lot about this world and their place in it, the effect the way we talk and behave when it comes to the relationship we have with ourselves is even bigger. In a way we are showing them, look, this is what it looks like to live in this world. So if I'm feeling insecure about my body and they will see me look in the mirror and feel my energy shift, they will take note. And if someone is crossing my boundary and I allow them without communicating my needs, they take note. And if I will only dream small or believe I am the victim of my own circumstances, they will believe they are incapable too. Because that is what I am showing them, that's what I am portraying, and they are introduced to the world mainly through my and their father's experience. It's a beautiful phase of life, because honoring this type of deep healing feels more urgent in a way. Even though this urgency in a way is again a reflection of not fully believing that I deserve to be treated differently, I also believe it's a very sacred part of this human experience. We're at the beginning of our lives, we're learning and growing, and then we slowly transition into this phase where we invite more and more responsibility in. And in addition to that, I also like to view my own inner child as a child I'm influencing with my own actions and thoughts. I like to imagine that as we're aging, we're growing around ourselves, like the rings of a tree. So each experience is like a little layer we carry, but underneath all of it is still a magical little child. Inner child energy to me feels like curiosity, feels like deep vulnerability, deep love, primal fears, feels like innocence and seeing the world through this clear lens in a way. Here resides our deeper truth, our deepest longings, our deepest fears as well, and our most true needs. So the beautiful thing about doing this inner child work while we're in the phase of adulthood is that we can bring both this wiser adult perspective to the table as well as the child's view. We can bring this innocence and emotional perspective, as well as the more rational, stable and wiser one. A few years ago, I did a nonviolent communication course and dove deeply into this topic. In MVC, we believe that every emotion comes forward through an underlying need we have. And if we can connect and acknowledge this need and allow it to be there and communicate from that place while also acknowledging the need of another, We can communicate in a connected, loving way. I've noticed over time, both in relation to others and when it comes to my own internal system, that the number one desire we have is to be acknowledged for our experience. This means that we give a seat to whatever emotion we have or the story we create in our minds. Not to have it take over the steering wheel, but to have it be seen. If we're not doing that, it tends to only start to scream louder and louder over time. And what we tend to do, what I see so often, is that we're often coming from this very rational place and that it's so automatically that we respond with a solution-based approach. 
We feel certain emotion and it makes us feel uncomfortable. So we're looking for ways to change this experience. And the interesting thing is that sometimes this whole situation changes simply by placing one little step in between. And this is to acknowledge that we're feeling the thing that we're feeling. To lay down our guard for a moment. To stop trying and simply breathe into this space. Okay, I'm feeling sad. Okay, this hurt. Okay, I'm feeling disappointed or fearful now. Resistance to what is is what creates suffering. So if we're acknowledging and allowing this part of our experience to be there, even for a moment, we can approach ourselves from a new place. One where we're not fighting ourselves, but we're honoring and choosing our experiences wisely. As if we're saying, okay, you're allowed to be here. You're allowed to be exactly what you are and stay as long as you want. But I'm not only you. And I'm going to remind myself of these other parts of me too. Dil Swan said it so beautifully in her book, The Anatomy of Loneliness, that we're a mosaic of parts, and all of them are part of who we are. All the colors, shapes, and sizes. We're all of it. And in this rational world, it can feel so counterintuitive, but all of these things can actually exist right next to each other. So we can feel fearful and grateful when we're in love. We can feel sad and relieved when something didn't go as expected, but it went well nevertheless. We can feel the whole rainbow of emotions, and all of it can be true for us. In a way, us believing that we need to choose one color to identify with in any moment is a way of keeping ourselves small. And from this perspective, we can be a beautiful piece of art in progress, and we're also fully whole in this moment. We're learning something new every single day, and we're also already enough. And if we can allow ourselves to view every experience with curiosity and softness, we might remain open to experience life from all these different places. Maybe this is what it means to live a life fully. So as I'm learning to honor myself more and more, I bring this perspective into everything I do. That I can be everything, all at once. I can give that seed to my fear, my insecurity, my traumas, but I don't need to live only there. They are a part of my experience, but not my full experience. And I get to choose what to focus on. I can be soft towards my insecurity and choose to focus on my own greatness. To fill myself up with thoughts of how I am already enough. And perhaps honoring these parts that we sometimes like to keep in the dark is actually what is keeping us from experiencing enoughness in the first place. Thank you so much for listening yet to another episode of the Witties Podcast. And I'll be back with another episode soon.